my staff is, and I, we are going through it right now, but it's 4,000 pages. Uh, there was a reporting last night, for example, that the bill contains, I think, $400 million to help Jordan, the country of Jordan, secure its border. One could marshal a pretty persuasive argument that that's a pretty dumb thing to do. Well, I, you know, a pretty dumb thing to do is uh, kind of what we specialize in in Washington, D.C., isn't it? The Department of Pretty Dumb Things to Do. It's a very popular department during the Biden administration. Put on your red shoes. I feel a lot of Democrats putting on red shoes now. Do you, do you feel that? Definitely pumps. Stealing luggage from the luggage carousel. Wonder how he's doing, the uh, cross-dressing nuclear waste expert, the Department of Energy, the luggage thief. If you were only a Republican administration uh, nuclear waste official, Hollywood would already be uh, shopping around scripts about the major motion picture that would be made. Pretty amazing stuff. You see, Rachel Maddow has got a Hollywood deal with Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg is going to make a movie about Rachel Maddow's podcast or something. Because the propaganda network of the left is limitless. It is boundless. It's extraordinary. Honestly, uh, their boy from the Socialist Workers Party, Joseph Goebbels, is on a spit, on a rotisserie in hell, uh, looking up saying, man... If I had that propaganda machine, the whole world would be Speckensy Deutsch. See, you know, it's a, I know it's Speckensy, but that's, a, that's okay. You can make fun of German. They're white because uh, that's, that's how the rules go. Uh, easy enough. Well, uh, happy Wednesday to you. What do you think Bill Clinton's doing today? I think we know. And Hillary, once again, waking up face down in a pool of her own dried vomit. The Secret Service standing over her, knuckles on their hips, tisk-tisking once again. An empty cardboard box, one gallon of cheap New Zealand Chardonnay spent last night because Hillary Diane Rodham Clinton, although she was being praised by Mika Brzezinski on MSDNC this morning because she was right and the New York Times was right and the Washington Post was right. Mika Brzezinski was very excited uh, to claim, she made the claim, that uh, Hillary Clinton was right about something. It's been a long time. So uh, they were excited. I'll, uh, I'll get to that. Uh, a lot of folderol, of course, naturally. Uh, also, on, uh, I was watching MSDNC this morning, Morning Joke. I don't think Joke was there. If he was, he was under the desk or something. Cause you know how things are at NBC. You heard about that Matt Lauer guy. Where in the world is Matt Lauer? And Mark Halperin. You heard about that Mark Halperin guy. And uh, The list is uh, long but not distinguished. And uh, pretty amazing stuff. They are watching this morning, and they had this guy. They said, uh, you know, Volodymyr Zelensky is uh, en route to Washington, D.C., uh, as we sprechen sie. And, um, and uh, he's tweeting about it, uh, Volodymyr Zelensky. We're throwing him, what, no, more than $40 billion more billion in this new corrupt omnibus bill, which is not there to address the needs of the American people. We're spending more money on securing borders in the Middle East than we are spending on securing our border in the United States because the Democrats, what is the turn of phrase again? They're not on our side. You see, they're not on our side. That's, a, that's an issue uh, facing the nation. 
But it won't be on Face the Nation this Sunday, I can assure you. Pretty, uh, pretty amazing stuff we got there. Yeah, and it's a, and, and at MSDNC, they had this guy. Um, what's his name? With the red hair. He's a... Jonathan Lemire. Yeah, Jonathan Lemire. He's supposed to be a news reporter. And he actually said that Vladimir Zelensky, who's tweeting from the airplane, thanks to the United States of America, uh, he can tweet from his airplane. He can fly in an airplane, thanks to the United States of America. We have airplanes, thanks to the United States of America, uh, and can communicate globally, um, thanks to the United States of America. Thank a white guy. You're welcome. And um, <laughs> he's uh, tweeting from the plane, thanks to uh, uh, Elon Musk, that uh, he's coming. Yeah, I'm a coming. I'm a coming. And he's going to meet with Biden. Joe Biden, poor guy. Uh, poor Volodymyr Zelensky. And uh, maybe he can, like, steal some stuff from the White House since we're sending him uh, another $40 billion. You know, they're buying chateaus in Italy and uh, oceanfront condos in Ibiza. They're getting yachts, Rolls Royces. Okay, but nobody's monitoring this. Nobody's watching. The New York Times doesn't care. But the uh, Jonathan Lemire, he said he called it. Now, Vladimir, he's going to uh, like address Congress, meet with Biden, uh, collect $40 billion. And uh, Jonathan Lemire, the White House correspondent for the Associated Press or something like that, and MSDNC wanker uh, said uh, this morning that it's a covert, a covert trip to the, to the United States of America which is on the front page of every paper and, and leading every newscast this morning. And he called it a covert trip because, you know why? Because they use the words, but they don't know what they mean. They use the words. They're journalists. I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. And they use the words, but they don't know what they mean. Uh, true of Mika also. But, I mean, that's uh, pretty obvious. She is not the... Uh, what is she not? She's not the sharpest bulb in the constellation. That's a fact. Boy, uh, our news media. Uh, you know what I'd like for Christmas? A news media. That's, I'd like a fourth estate. Uh, please, God, send us legitimate journalists. Save the world. The geniuses that created our country, the greatest country in the world, in the history of the world. We need uh, a legitimate fourth estate for the proper function of our constitutional republic. And we don't have that, and that's a real big problem. We know the CIA has been corrupted by the left. The FBI has been corrupted by the left. The Justice Department corrupted by the left. They're, they're really hoping to corrupt the Supreme Court, but we were saved. We were saved uh, uh, from that by President Trump and several uh, turns of good fortune. Uh, thankfully, I'm actually signing the cross, signing the cross right now. Because another, you know, the finger of God once again, uh, saving the United States of America for all of humankind. You know what is a Stanford University said? Don't call yourself an American because it makes it sound. I was reading the thing yesterday. I noticed it really took off yesterday. It's all over the place. Um, but saying don't call yourself an American. Don't say American or America when you're talking about the United States because there are a lot of countries, uh, you know, south of the border. And now we got Canada. You know, America's hat. America's largest national park. Uh, and it makes it sound like America's the most, uh, you know, the United States is the most important country in the Americas, which obviously it is. You know, I, you know, Belize is very nice, but not the most important country in the Americas. I think it's a pretty clear winner here. You know, it's like uh, it's a, unambiguous. But 
Uh, so we got that going for us. We also, the Philadelphia Federal Reserve, perhaps you've heard of it. They uh, came out, they did an assessment of how many jobs have been created or saved or whatever by the Biden administration. And Joe Biden was going around telling everybody that, that he created a million jobs, million jobs. And the Federal Reserve in uh, Philadelphia, they did, and it's, you know, this is not you know, like Fox News or something. It's the Federal Reserve. Um, and they said that actually they created 10,000 jobs, not a million jobs, 10,000 jobs. That's a big difference, see? Uh, but when you're a Democrat, that's okay. Pretty amazing stuff. They, they lie and they lie and they lie, and the news media loves it. They have to shave their tongues to give the Democrats more comfortable tongue baths. Um, and that's not very comfortable either, shaving your tongue, I've heard. <laughs> so also we have the latest Twitter. The latest Twitter release, more bombshells going completely unnoticed by the Washington Post, the New York Times, CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC. They don't cover it. But uh, Lee Fang with The Intercept is the reporter that was tasked this time with combing through records um, I still suspect that this uh, process is uh, being corrupted somewhere in the chain because there are so many corrupt people involved in all this. But the uh, new one, it turns out that Twitter had been co-opted not just by the FBI and the intelligence community, but also by um, the U.S. military, the Pentagon, U.S. Central Command, which has responsibility for the Middle East and surrounding environs, uh, and, and uh, also where where you find uh, the U.S. Central Command, you also find the U.S. Special Operations Command, both based at, uh, they do all the top secret, you know, cool stuff, like killing Osama bin Laden and things like that. Uh, And it turns out that Twitter was drawn into covert online psychological operations campaigns and information operations campaigns on behalf of the military, Twitter and, uh, uh, you know, you can go ahead and assume correctly, no doubt, that the rest of the social media platforms had been and have been in the present tense completely corrupted and co-opted by a corrupt government abusing power and uh, propagandizing the world, which is one thing, but propagandizing us in the United States of America. You know, they learned how to manipulate media overseas and then they uh, redirected their sinister gaze at us, the American people, our, our political system. And now they've been found out, but our corrupt fourth estate, because they're uh, too busy doing, um, I won't say what I'm thinking, they're too busy doing things that they shouldn't be doing. They're not covering the news and exposing government corruption. And this is government corruption on an epic scale not seen most definitely in decades and perhaps ever in the history of the United States of America. They didn't have this kind of global social media platform in the past. But now, the newest Twitter files bombshell confirmation, Pentagon ran covert online psyops campaign. And uh, this is pretty amazing stuff from Lee Feng. It gets worse and worse and worse. And the Democrats have no interest in investigating it. The Justice Department is part of the corruption, so they're not investigating. We don't really, we're going to have to turn to the United Nations, I think, to send in monitors to, to expose the corruption in the U.S. government. Uh, the uh, Republicans in the House of Representatives, gosh, their list is uh, horribly long. So we've got that going. 
Also, the House Ways and Means Committee votes to release President Trump's tax returns to the public. And uh, I can't wait to see, um, you know, Hunter Biden's tax returns and the whole Biden family, James Biden, because they've had this money laundering operation and they're tied to Ukraine. A few, a few million dollars that uh, Ukrainian gas company Burisma threw at the Biden family is paying off like nobody's business, like no one could have imagined. Tens of billions, say a hundred billion dollars, and uh, you know, pretty much, uh, you know, lining the pockets of the Biden family and firing that prosecutor at Joe Biden's insistence when he was vice president in Ukraine that was investigating the company that was paying the Biden family millions of dollars. That worked out pretty well. I got to tell you this, Volodymyr Zelensky guy, and they're all acting, oh yeah, on MSDNC today. He's Winston Churchill, Zelensky is. Uh, I saw it on MSNBC, it must be true. And uh, Joe Biden is like Franklin Delano Roosevelt during World War II. That's what I saw on MSDNC this morning, and I have that for you. Pretty amazing stuff. And they're really outraged over there, Mika and the gang, the IRS failed to audit Trump during his first two years in office. That would suggest that they did audit him in his second two years in office, wouldn't it? Despite internal policy, not a law, but a policy that mandates, it's a mandatory policy. Liberals don't care what you do as long as it's mandatory. And what they don't want to make mandatory, they want to ban. Because, you know, that's what goose-stepping leads to. It honestly is. Uh, party unity is uh, supreme. So they're very upset that uh, the president wasn't audited. You know, he's a billionaire, a businessman, um, and uh, normally you wouldn't submit to that. Then he decided to run for president. So it gets complicated. And um, he wasn't in uh, CNN's headline, House Ways and Means Committee report finding Trump wasn't was not properly audited by IRS <laughs> as president, properly audited by IRS. It's, uh, it's amazing. Uh, also at the uh, southern border, I saw, who was the liberal idiot the other day uh, that said, I saw this liberal idiot on uh, television. Now, here's the headline from the DEA, from the Drug Enforcement uh, Administration. Drug Enforcement Administration announces the seizure of over 379 million deadly doses of fentanyl in 2022. All right? And I saw a liberal idiot on television the other day saying, well, see, it's good they're catching all this at the border. You know, not uh, recognizing the obvious. That this means that the flow is so gigantic that they're uh, catching more than ever. And you know what that uh, actually means? means that more than ever is getting through. Uh, it's not that we've hermetically sealed our border, quite the opposite. We've got another serial burglar on the loose, this time in Salt Lake City of all places. They have crime there now? When did the Democrats, oh, I, actually I remember when the Democrats moved into Salt Lake City. Pro-life activist in uh, Great Britain arrested for praying silently near an abortion facility, you know, on Christmas week. Um, they've killed her, the British authorities. And she's hanging upside down in Barclay Square. Not really. It's not Iran yet, but we're getting there. Uh, James Cameron is in the news, kind of for a semi-amusing thing here. Uh, and uh, amazing, amazing stuff. All kinds of uh, remarkable stories. Nazi war crimes. There's another Nazi war crime story today. Uh, we're at 888-630-9625. There's only one Chris Plant. 
The Chris Plant Show. That's pretty funny. All right, we've got, uh, yeah, we've, we've got uh, Elon Musk and Twitter and the corruption that is the United States of America. I've never seen since the Soviet Union fell. Well, hey, we got communist China. I've never seen the United States anywhere near as corrupt as we are right now. Uh, and I've been paying attention. And I, uh, you know, uh, studied and learned about things before my time as well. Never, I think, have we seen the United States as corrupt as it is today. The left is here, the real left, and, and uh, they're not good. Let's go, to the, uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. We're at 888-630-9625. Let's go to Matt calling from St. Louis, Missouri. Matthew, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Chris, happy hump day in Woketopia, and Merry Christmas to you. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, I've got four things total if there's time. But uh, first thing, the border. It was just a few years ago during the Trump administration that the Golden Stream media was telling us there was no crisis at the border, and they were going down there to prove it. I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. Um, and, you know, now they're still telling us there's no crisis, but they won't go down there anymore. And, and you remember Jim Acosta, he, he went down. He was on the the opposite side of the fence, and look, nobody here, no crisis, obviously. And I think they know if they went down there today, there'd be a line of people already across waiting to be processed in the same spot. So they, they, they just mysteriously won't go down there anymore to prove that there's no crisis. The most insidious power the media has is the power to ignore. That's right. Hey, so uh, some of the other things I had, um, I think I know what happened with Ray Epps. The FBI got confused. They thought it was Epstein. They said hey, he's on our team, but he might spill the beans on us. So they took him somewhere with no cameras so he couldn't kill himself. So that's where Ray Epps is right now. Ray Epps is dead um, and gone. Go ahead. I'm the, running uh, out of time on you now, though, but uh, fire away. Uh, the Supreme Court leak, um, they had the same crew investigating as the Las Vegas uh, shooting, the Paul Pelosi thing, and the Hunter laptop. Um, you know, And so they're going to get to it when they get those done. Honestly, they, they, they're not good at, and you're right, the Las Vegas uh, thing, the Supreme Court leak, they're not good at getting to the bottom of things. This is the Chris Plant Show. We have the, uh, the Twitter mailbag today also. People uh, sent by Twitter questions for me to answer. Nothing too tough, I hope. I'm a little slow. Not quite like Mika Brzezinski or anything, but... Um, also at the Chris Plant store, because it's Christmas week, expedited shipping. And uh, Randy is telling me gonna, any order placed today will get out, get out before Christmas. Does that mean it's going to get to you before Christmas? Because... Uh, I think that might be tough. That could be tough right now. But maybe. And we have bundled packages and get your remember normal and were it not for double standards, liberals would have no standards at all. Liberals love that. The coffee mug, the T-shirt, the hat. They, they love that. Expedited shipping with any order placed today. Uh, get it out before Christmas. And everybody gets a free Let's Go Brandon Cousy thrown in from Santa, from Santa Claus himself. Santa Claus. So uh, go to the Chris Plant store. Lots of uh, great stuff there. 
lots of fun things. Funny. We got Al Sharpton things. Come on. Resist we much. Resist we much. That's what he said. He said there's a teleprompter there. They pay him a million dollars a year to be Al Charlatan. Can you imagine? What a country, huh? Don King was right. Only in America. Amazing stuff. So we've got, uh, yeah, but we've got the mailbag today, too. And, and uh, there is a, uh, a big increase. It turns out that the, the uh, vast majority of anti-Semitic attacks this holiday season, this uh, Hanukkah season, um, in New York City. In New York City, that's where you find the uh, lion's share of anti-Jewish, anti-Semitic attacks. And guess who's perpetrating all these crimes? You think that they're MAGA hat wearing white guys from some place committing these anti-Semitic crimes? No, 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 no. The lion's share of anti and the Democrats, they let Joe Biden was talking about it the other day. And of course his party is full of anti-Semites. They're all over the place. I mean, go from Ilhan Omar to Keith Ellison to their buddy Calypso Louis Farrakhan to uh, the list is like, yeah, uh, how about uh, Barack Obama's guy? Barack Obama hanging out with Calypso Louis himself and then covering it up. The news media helped cover that up. That's uh, It's good to be a Democrat, isn't it? And, uh, of course, the Reverend Jeremiah Wright, big anti-Semite. The Jews won't let um, Obama talk to him. Remember that? He's a, he's a spiritual guidepost for Barack Obama, raised by a commie, Frank Marshall Davis. And maybe that's why Barack Obama picked a commie, penitentiary faced John Brennan, who literally voted for Gus Hall, the Communist Party candidate for president, made him CIA director, because that makes a lot of sense if your mind is in a certain place. So we've got uh, we got that going on. And uh, Washington, D.C., this is a little bit funny, except I live in Washington, D.C., where we have some of the highest income taxes in the world, and at least in the United States. What do we have? Uh, I think a 10% income tax. There's a 10% tax in restaurants. There is everywhere you go. You know, they, they take 10 off the top. The federal government takes 10. Then there are the other withholding uh, things and stuff. And then every time you go out, they take another uh, piece of the pie because they're like, they make the Sopranos look like the Red Cross, the government at this point. But here's the District of Columbia because it's run by Democrats who, as you know, are typically not very bright. And uh, they don't do math. The Biden family does math, mostly addition. They do a lot of addition from China and Russia and Ukraine. And uh, it's good to have friends. But here's uh, WUSA Channel 9, the CBS television station in Washington, D.C. They have a news outfit. I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. Council, the D.C. City Council, considers upping hotel tax to boost D.C. tourism. All right. See, now <laughs> they're going to um, let more murderers out of jail and put them back on the street to reduce crime. I mean, if this makes sense to any, and this makes sense to the Democrats. Council considers upping, increasing the hotel tax to boost D.C. tourism because people love going places that are more expensive rather than places that are less expensive. D.C. leaders, that's what we call them. It's a euphemism say tourism has taken a hit during the pandemic and an increased tax will help raise money for advertising. Wow. That is, uh, you know, that's a new level of dumb. These people, the D.C. Council is holding a final session 
before new members are sworn in next month. Council members are set to vote on a number of very important issues, you see, because they want to increase tourism. So first, members are expected to vote and uh, doubtless pass a uh, plan to boost tourism by increasing the tax on hotel rooms. That's actually in the story. That's And they say that here with the uh, thing. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Right now, it's about uh, the tax is about $15 for every $100 you spend on a hotel room, a 15% tax, then 10% additional at the restaurant, and then if you live here, another 10% out of your thing. I think I might move to Florida. So they're going to increase that because they think that will uh, increase tourism. And honestly, people in white coats should come and chase our city council members down the street with big nets and uh, catch them, hoist them from cranes, take them away to a mental institution. That's pretty amazing stuff. We've got a city council member. He's a radical left-wing extremist. This is the rhetoric, right? This is the... Because I saw... Who was it they called? Uh, Josh Hawley. Um, like uh, Senator Josh Hawley from Missouri. They called him an extreme right-winger or something like that. When in reality, he's you know, like Hugh Beaumont. He's uh, Mr. Middle of the Road. Perfectly normal mainstream American. But the rhetoric is that anybody who's not an extreme leftist, who's not looting stores, is an extreme right-winger. That's the rhetoric of the left. Which means, of course, that you have to respond in kind. And this is how the public discourse goes. This is how the public dialogue goes. But the radical extreme leftist uh, city council chairman, Phil Mendelson, said there are several large cities which are doing the same thing which is a temporary tax. So there are other Democrat-run cities that are running their cities into the ground and they're becoming crime-ridden, drug-riddled filth holes with people sleeping everywhere, mentally ill, drug-addicted people, and you know, poverty and crime and looting and mayhem. And uh, so let me ask you, Phil Mendelssohn, if all the other cities were marching off a cliff, would you follow them? <laughs> would you follow them off the cliff? There are several large cities which are doing the same thing, which is a temporary tax. You know that the federal income tax was a temporary tax to pay for World War One. Did you know that? It was a temporary tax to pay for World War One. He said, listen to this, because this is uh, Michael Pierce and I were laughing out loud reading this this morning. We're going to have to call in a team of forensic semanticists to try to untangle this. Call out the forensic semanticists, because here comes Phil Mendelson. He says, if the tax increase isn't too high, it's not going to have a net decrease in tourism. <laughs> Is that a triple negative? Let's go, let's go. That's like a hat trick of uh, negatives there. That's a, if, you know, uh, if true, to James Clyburn, if true is his standard. If the tax increase, it's a tax increase, isn't too high, it's not going to have a net decrease in tourism. Wow. Honestly, we're going to have to uh, call in a team of forensic semanticists from, where do you find forensic semanticists these days anyway? Maybe at Stanford. They have Stanford University. <laughs> Don't say American because Nicaragua might not feel good uh, about uh, saying you're an American because they're in the Americas too, you know. Don't you know? That's pretty amazing stuff.
Mm-mm-mm. They're also voting on free metro buses, you know, the city buses. They want free. They, when they say it's free, they mean it's going to cost, what is it, like $18 million, I think, for the free buses and for free subways because free, because they're, they're basically communists, but they're so dumb that they don't, they're so uneducated or uh, misinformed. They got a lot of misinformation and disinformation along the way. And now they think that raising taxes will increase tourism on hotels. That's smart. And that making the subway and the metro buses free, which will cost uh, $14, 16000000 million, that uh, they can call it free, and then it's free for everybody, you see. $100 subsidy for trips outside of D.C. So now we're subsidizing people in Maryland and Virginia, too. Seems like a good idea. These people are communists, but they're, uh, they're evil and they're sinister, and they love after-school Satan Club, and they hate Jesus. Uh, but they do have an invisible man in the sky. His name is CO2, and he's killing the planet, and you must be destroyed. Oh, there's another, uh, there's another destroy humankind uh, uh, story today, too, where everybody should stop having children to save the, save the planet. It's kind of like the voluntary human extinction movement that the Democrats are involved with. These people, can I just say these people? And, and I love, I love uh, Phil Mitty. He's the chair of the city council of the nation's capital in the United States of America. And, and he said, if the tax increase isn't too high, it's not going to have a net decrease in tourism. Right. And the news media reproduced that and... And they're like, okay, sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, so much for holding feet to the fire, holding government uh, officials accountable. All right, let's uh, let's go to the uh, telephones. We have. Uh, I don't know why I feel like it's Friday. It fit like glide slope to Christmas and holiday weekend. Today is the uh, it's the winter solstice, right? And the first day of winter, first day of winter, and that means the, the days start getting longer from this point on, and the nights start getting shorter. See, does that make sense? If you're a Democrat, you're going to have to Google, you know, GTS, Google that stuff, because I know it's all, it's a very complicated world, and your tiny little brains have trouble. But let's go to, uh, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to Tony calling from Tampa, Florida. Anthony, you're on the Chris Plant Show. All right, Chris, my man, check this out. Stalin would marvel at the way the Democrats lie cheat, and steal. <laughs> Stalin had Pravda. The Democrats got the media. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, Chris, straight up. You're like a B-52 bomber, man. Hang in there and keep bombing them. <laughs> you bet your bottom, your bottom dollar. I love the uh, B-52 uh, bomber. It's a Boeing aircraft. Um, uh, wonderful. They've been making them, what, since like 19? <laughs> They've been making them. We're still flying them. And they're older than, you know, there's nobody flying a B-52 that was around when B-52s were first manufactured. Uh, great, uh, great airplane. The uh, Boeing, the Stratofortress, the Stratofortress. Uh, great airplane. And being compared to a B-52 is, is very flattering, Tony. I, I take that as uh, high praise. I meant it that way, Steve. I meant it that way, Chris. You're <laughs> a bomber, you. man. <laughs> and keep bombing them. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. I have no choice. It's, uh, it's a simple matter of telling the truth. I was raised during a crazy era, you know, by a wonderful woman who happened to be my mother, you know, just by coincidence. 
and uh, she raised me to be truthful and honest. I still remember she caught me lying one time when I was five, and I still remember it. I still remember it at least once a week, and I was a bad boy. I was a bad, bad boy, and my mother explained it to me, um, and uh, I remember the lie, but I don't want to tell it. Uh, I don't want to tell what the lie was, <laughs> and, and she caught me, and... Um, and uh, I hate liars and I hate sneaks. She used to say that, I hate liars and I hate sneaks. And she taught me to be honest and truthful. And then I grew up into a world where the truth is getting harder and harder to find, isn't it? We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. <laughs> the truth about him is that he is very severely brain damaged. That's, uh, that is the truth about him. What is it, uh, what did uh, Stanford uh, call it? Yeah, he's neurodivergent. He is a neurodivergent person uh, because you can't. What did they say? You should use that instead of what word? I can't say. Retard. They said that was right there in the Stanford thing. Said don't use retard. Use neurodivergent. So at the Christmas dinner table, Joe Biden is neurodivergent. See, that's the thing about Joe Biden, and it's uh, that sounds much more medical, doesn't it? Uh, That he is a neurodivergent individual. And that kind of sounds like it's not his fault, but, but really, in the end, it is, <laughs> isn't it? We know that it is. All right, let's uh, let's go let's go back to the phones because I'm uh, having fun going to the phones. Let's go to Danny calling from Washington D.C. Danny, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Good morning. First of all, uh, I had to correct you guys. It wasn't ten thousand, and it wasn't ten million. Because Cringe said in the press conference, I think it was right before the midterms that since uh since january 20th of 21 the biden administration has hired 10,000 million jobs. <laughs> that oh, would be right 10 billion that. michael michael right. pierce is not uh, at only me. billion on the planet but there was one thing that i wanted to get in touch with you with yeah and it was what was going on with the school boards let's leave loudon county out of this right now but fairfax county they had discano their golden boy, not turn in his discovery documents to the judge in time for the case that involved the raping of an 11-year-old boy by a man. And instead of the judge throwing Descano in jail for contempt of court for not getting his paperwork in, the judge broke down a felony sodomy charge to a misdemeanor assault now, I know a judge can set aside a jury verdict and or declare a mistrial based on a jury verdict and set aside for a new jury trial, even though it's not done often. Or a judge can tell a defendant, you know what, you really might want to consider a jury trial, which, again, isn't done often. But why would the judge do something like that? Why is it? He being investigated and Descano being investigated because they're supposed to be for the victim. But yet Descano didn't get his discovery paperwork to the judge in time for this case. And the perpetrator walked free with a misdemeanor assault after raping an 11 year old boy, which in Virginia is sodomy. Yeah. And uh, the Washington Free Beacon covered the story. The Washington Post did not. Mother of child rape victim sues Virginia Soros prosecutor, another Soros prosecutor in federal court because Steve Descano's office offered a plea deal after failing to share evidence on time. 
So he's incompetent, corrupt, uh, pro-child rapist, pro-criminal. Another Soros guy, presumably an anti-Semite, because anybody that uses Soros' name is labeled an anti-Semite by the radical left. So the mother of the 11-year-old rape victim is uh, suing the George Soros-backed prosecutor in Virginia who let the boy's rapist walk free, alleging that the prosecutor's actions violated the minor's civil rights, made him fear for his physical safety. This is Democrat America 2022. Thank you, Danny. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. We have created nearly 10,000 million jobs since President Biden took office, uh, which is the fastest job growth in history. That most certainly would be the fastest job growth in history, wouldn't it? 10,000 million jobs. I'm going to have to break out my Bomar calculator. That, that's uh, like uh, 10 jobs for every human being on Earth, including infants and, um, you know, retired people. That's a lot of jobs, 10 10,000 million jobs. These are the Democrats there. They're not smart. That's cringe. I like people are now calling her cringe all over the place. Have you noticed it? But it's caught on the cringe thing, which is uh, nice. Kind of like we're it not for double standards. That's That one uh, caught on right away. That's been uh, spreading like wildfire. Philadelphia Federal Reserve Bank, colon. I love their colons. <clears throat> Biden's second quarter job numbers off by 1 million. Off by 1 million. And he only claimed that uh, he created one million jobs. We're not even going to play this. He just he said he got one million jobs. The Biden administration vastly overstated its estimate that employers created more than one million jobs in the second quarter of this year, claiming historic job growth when, in fact, hiring had stalled, according to a new estimate from the Federal Reserve Bank in Philadelphia. They said, in reality... Um, the quarter created 10,500 jobs, not a million. That's a big difference, Joe. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on a sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.